Everybody has a podcast, podcast. Drinking whiskey all motherfucking day. I did not call in to work. Hello! Whiskey Creeper coming in. What? Whiskey Creeper coming in. 
by three to maybe 40 minutes in. <laughs> I don't know. Shit, that fool fucking chiller. He told me he's coming in, or maybe he's not coming in, but I think he's coming in. But I know who's already here. You know who I know who was already here? Jay Wiggy, take out the trash! I mean, I'm gonna try to be like your thumb on the uh the, the noise machine. That shit was a fucking introduction. Man, I always do it like that. How was your weekend, Mr. It was, Wiki? Yeah, yeah. Good good weekend. It was uh Easter, so you know we had a dip some Man, eggs. I know you'd be doing all the traditional shit. How did that go? Ah, uh, you know, I don't go that far out. You um, do, you bitch. You gotta dip the eggs. You, in- you ain't gonna let the wife do it all herself. So what the fuck? Did you go to church? Did you go to the fucking Easter egg hunt? Like what the fuck did you do, biatch? <laughs> no church. No, 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 no church. Uh, we dipped the eggs in the colored vinegar. That shit stinks, but the kids like to color the eggs. And really, that was a we, we hit them in the yard, and that was over in a couple of minutes. And I gave the kids a basket. I, that was the extent of it. Nothing, nothing beyond that. I, I keep it simple. I keep it real in the the Wiggy household. I don't like, uh, man. You know, well, you, you blah, blah, blah. we know a lot of people, man, and I know a lot of church going people. But a lot of people do that church thing twice a year, Christmas and Easter. I can't do that, and I don't get into it. And you know, I don't know. I think that's more dis, disrespectful to church going twice a year than just not going. Yes. See, I agree. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, I think you're right on that. Be real to yourself, but it's yeah. okay, man. I mean, listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really be mad at any man that kind of has to do that shit. Oh yeah, or, you gotta do what I'm you gotta not, do. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say has to do that shit because um, they have, they're gonna go along with it. it has to be, um, I mean, they have to look, man. It's not that she's making you do it. It's like you have some um, initiative on your own to be a bitch <laughs> and, and go along with it. You know, it's not all her. Okay, so don't don't fuck you know, me. But I, I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you one thing about this shit. Uh, real shit. I realized, I realized that I would never be that dude who gets married and does the whole dumb shit in this one moment in my life. And I'll tell you what that moment is, folks. So, um, <laughs> sounds sound like you had an ad set up. <laughs> no, no, no. There's, there's no ad. I wish it was because I'd be getting paid. <laughs> but I'm not getting paid. I'm broke, bitch. All right. So I'm telling you real shit. This is what happened. Me and an ex girlfriend of mine. We were at a place called Shay Lulu, and I don't give a fuck because I don't go to Shay Lulu no more. But it is a place. And anybody that knows about this place, you know what I'm talking about. Shay Lulu. Shay Lulu. Lulu. Not not the other Shay. And I'm oh. not going to even mention the goddamn shit about what that is because that's my spot. And I ain't trying to blow it up because it don't need to be blown up. But what I'm telling everybody else is this place that I went to at the time, Shay Lulu, that was the place. And that's real shit. And I was with a girl. That I knew, you know, she she was what it was at the time. But that's not even the point. I'm going to lay it out for you. So I was at Shea Lulu, and this was an Easter weekend, okay? Yeah. I'm sitting, uh, me and my girl are sitting at a table. 
waiting for your customary Easter, whatever the fuck we ordered. I don't, I don't even remember. But what I is remember- customary for Easter food? What I, You know what? I don't want to ruin your flow. We'll get to that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're cool. I really don't remember. Uh, maybe an egg sandwich or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe whatever you fucking want i really i'm not sure because i'm ignorant to that fact but me too maybe other people can imagine imagine that anyway so we're at the table i'm with my girl it's me and my girl at the table i look around i look no i don't look around i look over to this other table there's a man there he has a suit on he has a family there with two little girls he has a wife and he is in a suit that is choking him to death and he's looking back at me like, please help. And I'm like, I can't help you. <laughs> I'm like, I can only think I never want to be you. Right. He looks like he hates his life. He is a white man, but he's redder than a motherfucking. I don't even know what to tell you. A goddamn cursor on my computer. Fucking shit. This motherfucker is miserable. And I, I, I wonder what the fuck did it take him to get here? And then I think I never want to be here. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. All right. But I never want to do Easter with a family. I never want to do fake egg chasing. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I'd rather get drunk and chased after bitches who don't want me. <laughs> That's just me. But like, I'm not every man. Okay. So take what I say with a grain of salt. Now, you've heard what I have to say. I'm with it. <laughs> Jay Wiggy, you're a family man, so you you did the family thing. Did you hide Easter eggs, or did you yeah. let the wife do it? I uh, I think she hid them this year. Now I like doing games with the kids, but man, you I, I'm with you to a degree. I, I think there's a juggling act. I mean, you've got to you if if you're going to be in a relationship, you got to give a little and take a little. You cannot constantly be giving, and you can't constantly be blah, 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 be taking. Um, but I mean. I don't really celebrate Easter anyways. I mean, it's not really one of my favorite holidays. I look like shit in pastel colors. I Did y'all go to church? Fuck no. He ain't doing okay. that shit. I don't even understand the story. If you break it down, he's a zombie. Jesus, right? He comes back from the dead in a cave. Maybe not. Um, what happened? <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know. Anyway, Jesus. So what'd he be doing? I don't know. I'm gonna have to go back and use a bleep on that. Even if I don't, man, look, I don't give a fuck. I'm a quarter black. Y'all know that, right? Y'all understand. Well, anyway, listen. Yeah, they can't see you. So, but you yeah. did the shit, and like it is what it is. Nobody is nobody here. We do what we do, and I'm not gonna apologize because we love everyone. And also, you did the Easter thing, kind of. Yeah. I saw it on a Facebook. I ain't see you chasing after no uh, fucking Easter eggs, but it's all good. Oh man, the, you know the Facebook is the uh, everybody's version. That's their that's their front page version of their lives. They they put at it out, dude. I mean, our egg hunt was you know, probably three minutes. That was it. I mean, we went out there. She found them in three minutes, and and I mean, it's like I said, it's fun for the kids. They got to do it. Little traditions uh, for Easter, but you know the the church families and the. Uh, Everybody that's really elaborate with it. That's not me. I spent the afternoon playing Super Mario 3 and uh, painting my sun porch because I'm trying to turn that into my ultimate game room. Um, Whoa! Trying to get it there. I have a newfound respect 
for Mario 3. I busted out the NES Classic this weekend. And man, I usually blow them fucking whistles where you transport, you know, pretty quick. I actually played every level. I'm still on level 8. And that game is a fucking... It's got to be in the top three of all time. Great games. I mean, it levels up, progressively getting harder. Um, it's challenging as fuck. Level eight's already making me want to punch myself in the face for even getting into it. And I remember back in the day how fucking tough that game was. And even as an adult, it still stands that test of time. So if you haven't played uh, Mario 3 in ages, I, I recommend dusting off an NES or getting a classic mini and uh, playing it. So. Shout out to the uh, NES Classic for keeping me busy on Easter and uh, avoiding the vinegar eggs. Do you actually have an NES Classic or like uh, one of those modern shits? It's the modern ones. I keep calling it the Classic because I think that it's, what the fuck they call it, the NES Classic Mini, something like that. Uh, yeah, it's the modern one with the 20 games on there. Um, I think I still have my original one somewhere. I had a box of games. Uh, a couple of years ago, I checked on eBay and uh, went through a couple of them and sold some of them bitches. But, uh, you know, that you can some of them pay pretty good money, but some of them are, aren't worth shit. Uh, but, uh, man, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think I have any connections that would work on a modern TV with the old uh, NES. So I think you have ways you can rig that, but fuck. I so what the it. fuck ass did you do? I played on the little new, the new... Mini oh, one. yeah, you, you said the new one. So the new one's got the just a straight-up HDMI hookup? Yeah, straight-up HDMI hookup, power, and then a, a, a uh, comes with the, uh, the controller, but I recommend getting the little controller extender because that controller is only like three feet long, so buy an extender if you, if you get one, those little motherfuckers. And it's got all the Marios on it, Zelda, uh, Excite Bike, and... Some other games, man. I really get down to Mario's and Excite Bike and shit when I bust it out. But uh, yeah, you you said you did not have a any uh, the new NES Retro, whatever the fuck it's called. No, I had the Super NES, and then I had um, the Dreamcast. Uh, I have a modded Dreamcast, and uh, what else? Modded Dreamcast. I had the SNES that had like twenty five games on it. Um, I want oh, that SNES. That yeah, no, nah, I had some. I bitch, I tried to give it to you that day, and I have another one that's like kind of off. But like, what it is? Uh, okay, here's the thing. It's a Raspberry Pi, right? Raspberry Pi three, whatever the fuck it was. But like, they tried to motherfucking make it to like. Uh, some kind of game system that's like got everything, but that's not uh, like motherfuckers who understand what the shit is. It's not really how it is. It's um, it's a Raspberry Pi, right? But like you still got to get in that motherfucker and like go into configuring shit every uh, fucking time, which is not what I want to do. No. I want to come into the motherfucker and be plug and play. That's what yeah. I want to do. Me I mean, too. I'm a simple ass dude, and that's fine. And that's what most people want is to go into the goddamn shit. You'd be ready to play, but that's not that's not how that works. Um, they got a lot of games and shit, and it's cool, but like you have to go in and like every time you got to configure shit. And I, uh, that's just uh, Man, I feel like it fucks up the experience. Yeah, I want to feel like it's a blast from the past. I'm turning my shit on. I like some modern conveniences. I like having a ton of uh, games and a little 
retro concealed tiny little console and and hdmi all that shit but i mean i still like the little 8-bit graphics and music and it, it, the, the retro shit so make it convenient but still make me feel like i'm playing my old shit i don't want to go do programming that's why i gave up on the fucking modding for the ncaa revamp so that's on standby for now because i'm not soldering shit anymore to make that shit fucking happen i mean but what was the part that fucking did you in was it it was the programming well i mean, I mean the, you said the programming so what part did so it was I, it you have to go in and like put in code to a certain part or like what was the specific like uh fucking part that made you say fuck this shit yeah the soldering wasn't easy but i got it it's a really small board and for you nerdos out there that's like it's not that bad uh no it, for me that doesn't solder a ton and when i do it's bigger shit the soldering's challenging but i got that part i got that shit to fire up and then you have to go and program and hook it to your fucking computer and type in a bunch of shit and man i, I felt like at that point i'm just gonna i've already put enough time in it getting the soldering right I'm just going to turn back while I'm ahead without fucking this thing up. But yeah, mostly the pro the programming is where I stopped at. I know my soldering was right. My lights came on, everything fired up. And I was like, fuck it. This pro I didn't realize there was all this programming and the crunching fucking code involved. I don't want to do all that shit. I'll just buy one at that point or have send it off and have some motherfucker do it for me. I guess it depends on how intuitive, uh, intuitive, is that the right word? Uh, <clears throat> maybe not. Uh, technical. Uh, because when it comes to programming, man, as there are levels to that shit. I know that for sure. Because there's easy programming and you get into some shit that's like crazy time. And so, you know, I get it, man. If you're kind of getting into that, like when it came to the same shit on the PC version, when you had to um, get in there and do that shit i felt like it was kind of like too much myself even though man if i really 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 wanted to fucking get in there and do that shit i probably could man but oh god <laughs> like yeah oh even on the software side it was just seemed like so much shit yeah so. it's too tedious for my taste and i respect guys that do it i'm nothing but kudos to those guys that want to get in there and, and, and do all that shit but it's just not for me that's my frustration uh there's a lot of things where i don't have a breaking point that is one of the few things that really just drive me crazy and it's one of those things too you can make a such a small error and just fuck everything up or something's not going to work and uh i don't feel like that i, I won't plug and play i'm at a point in my life where i can just Mostly buy shit and just be happy with it, or make some have pay somebody else to do this shit because I don't want to fuck with stuff like that. Man, I actually don't blame you on that shit because I bought my dream. Uh, I bought my damn dream I bought my Dreamcast uh, GDMU unit, fucking fully, you know, done. I definitely want to done that shit. They took out the whole CD ROM drive. And put in a fucking, uh, uh, ch like a chip thing, my dude, where you just put in a fucking, you know, <laughs> I can't even think of the fucking micro SD. Okay. Uh, and what you put in, you got all the games on it and it's good to fucking roll, but there ain't no CD-ROM anymore. So, but you, do you think my, my motherfucking ass could have done that? Probably not because I am not that nerd delicious. 
And I wish I was nerd delicious because let me tell you something. Nerds are in now. They you are. Know, nerds are getting the pussy nowadays, bro. I'm telling you that shit for real. I went and tried to mack on a bitch at the park today. I took me like 30 minutes. A bitch walked off. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, I got away. If I was a nerd, I would have got that bitch. I'm telling you that shit uh, till what the fuck, man? Uh, <laughs> man, I'm quarter black. I'll let it play. Listen to me. Yeah. He, he, All I'm telling y'all is, hey, we love everyone, man. That, that's some, the goddamn, let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something about the world right now. It's all fucked up. You know what I mean? Um, everybody, like, this goddamn new shit coming out, the woke shit, and I'm not even trying to get on anything crazy because we're not getting into all that. But I'm telling you this. It's all bullshit. And you should know that because this is a motherfucking crowd that we deal with. Motherfuckers with sense, okay? Let's just fucking really have sense, okay? The world that we live in nowadays, man, it's going fucking crazy. And that's really all I'm going to say about that shit. because true. You know, we uh, we deal in real shit, and we deal in fun shit. You come here to have fun, and you come here to talk with the fools and be a fucking fun goddamn experience, man. Do we really got to think about shit that makes us upset? No. Nah. How was your weekend, Jay Wiggy? What the fuck did you do? Well, that was really uh, the Easter and the in the in the video games, as Hank Hill would say, was really uh, it. Uh, trying to. Like I said, really working on my project, my uh, sunroom, and uh, trying to turn that into like a little man cave for some... You know what? I'm really debating hard on a... Uh, we've talked about it. I'm debating on one of those uh, Arcade One uh, machines. I really like NFL Blitz. I think that'd be fun if you had the homies over and uh, you could play Blitz or something out in the sunroom while watching a ball game or some shit. What do you think about that? Is, is Blitz is for four players, isn't it? Uh, I think you're right. I think it I is. Th yeah. Think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think Blitz is four. So I, I'm debating that. I think that might be my next big purchase after if I win and if I finish it. Football season's the goal uh, to make it nice and hospitable out there for guests, so I don't have to disturb uh, the family, the kids, and shit while we're out there going oh, oh, football. Oh. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been looking at the Blitz machine and uh, arcade one up. May have to get that, put that out there, and make it a nice little uh, football room. So, how was your weekend? You, you sounds like you've you've had a lot of fun today, and you took today off, right? I did take today off, and I fucked up. Okay, how'd you fuck up? Because <laughs> I thought today was a national kickoff call, and I always try to take days off on a big conference call. Oh but yeah, that motherfucking shit is next. <laughs> oh man, that motherfucking shit is next Monday. So. Oh, <laughs> I shit. fucked up, man. I'm gonna have to be on that bitch ass call. I hate conference calls. It's okay, man. Look, <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought I was being smart, and uh, it, it just didn't work out like that. But it's all right. You know, no. next Monday I'll be on a goddamn conference call. Maybe, kind of. I don't fucking know. I hate conference calls. Yeah, I used to pull that shit when I worked at a different company. We used to have to go to uh, Atlanta, uh, north of there, Alpharetta, I think, uh, a couple times a year. I think two times a year, sometimes more, but for like a two-day conference. And I hated going to that motherfucker. And I mean, you know, Atlanta's got some cool shit, man, but that traffic's whack as hell. And I would always scope out the calendar at the beginning of the year and make sure I took that week off. Uh, just so I didn't have to fucking go and do that shit. So, 
usually was able to miss it because I took off early. They would block it later in the year, but I get you. I feel you. Sometimes I just want to be left the fuck alone at work, do my thing, fly under the radar. I always tell people too, and I say people, younger people who are getting into the workforce now, um, you never want to be a really, really, really good employee. But you also don't want to be a really shitty employee. You want to fly under the radar, do your shit, and get the fuck out of there. Because if you're really good, you're going to get more responsibility. And then if you decide to kick back a day, they're going to be like, holy shit, he's, he's really shitty. He's, he's, he's always so good. Why is he sucking now? Um, and if you're really just a shitty employee all the time, they're going to fire your ass. But if you're you know, just kind of under the radar and leave people alone, they, they don't fucking think about you. Just do your shit. Do it good. Don't go the extra mile. These people don't give a shit about you. So I shouldn't say that. There's some people that have good companies they work for, but ah, I'm just saying I don't get into that whole work family shit. Do you ever get into that? Do they ever say, oh, Grant Mills, we're, we're family here. It's going to depend on how big the company is, if it's local or not, if I'm remote, if it's a national company. Yeah. Um, you know, if I go in and see these people every day, which I don't do now. Yep. But, uh, you know, I still, I still feel like they're my family. You know, what I'm doing now is probably the best shit I've ever done in my life. And, okay, uh, fair enough. And, you know, that shit is, uh, it is what it is. I've done a lot of shit in my life. And uh, as far as that shit goes, that's a different deal. And that's just me. That could be, that that is subjective to each person. You know, you might have someone that likes to do, to go in every day and be micromanaged, to go do what they do, do what it is, whatever it is. I don't like that. You know, I do my own shit and uh, it's fine. It doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be remote. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm pegged into one certain fucking corner, but it just so happens that, you know, I am remote and that's how that fucking goes and I'm in the field and that's what my, my fucking job duties are, but that's not how it's always been. And uh, I have been micromanaged and I don't think humans are necessarily, um, are necessarily really they ain't supposed to be like that you know what i mean like no, i agree with you a lot of this shit is fucked up man you're already putting motherfuckers into a fucked up attitude that you put them into as a boss that whatever is directed from you up above and you know and we can get into that all fucking night and day but uh you know i just feel like you don't need to be as far as anyone doesn't want to be micromanaged so um, I love what I do, and uh, you know that is what it is. And uh, shit, you know, like everybody ain't gotta like that, but who can put up with what they can put up with, right? Right, I agree with that. I mean, do your best. I mean, I I'm different. I guess I like uh, don't love the industry I'm in, but I love the flexibility and working. Uh, you know, I like having a flexible schedule. I like having a remote office, but I also like getting out in the field. So I look at the uh, silver lining. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Optimistic. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's the way to do. Optimistic. You know who's in the house. Hey, Let me tell you some right dumb ass host of y'all talking a bunch of dumb shit about getting traded again. Hey, listen. <laughs> Ain't nobody about to get in trouble for shit. Fuck you. You don't know a damn thing, motherfucker, because you need to shit it. How's your weekend? I'm going to leave. 
I was in a sensory deprivation tank for the whole weekend, y'all, because I need to figure Damn. out my shit. Where's your girlfriend at? I don't know. Why don't you ask her, motherfucker? I don't know your girlfriend. Oh, you don't know shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's really hard. It's really hard to talk to you, Wiss. I mean, fuck all y'all. <laughs> man, you need to go to a, like a retreat or something, man. Uh, drink some, uh, what? what's the name of that shit? Asaganda Wanda. Asaganda Wanda. Yeah, something like that. You, I think you got it. Asaganda. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what the fuck it is. They drink some brown shit and they throw up and they go to bed for a while. Oh, man. <laughs> and then they uh, they talk about how fucking good love is. Man, I don't know about all that shit, motherfucker. I thought about seeing a toad shaman one time. Yeah. Oh, man, a toad shaman. Yes, that would be an interesting work. So you get fucking frogs that have venom and you tease yep. them into fucking putting that goddamn venom on a a, a, <laughs> a fucking plate glass window and it dries up and you scrape it onto a fucking pipe and you smoke it. And and now they call you a toad shaman. What the hell is going on? Toad shaman. You know, everybody always makes that same uh, observation like, well, who was the first person to do that shit? I mean, but for real though, like that's a uh, that's some ancient shit. That's some ancient shit. Back in the well, you know what? Back in the day, they didn't really have shit to do. They didn't know the world, so I'm sure they had to experiment with every. Every day was a fucking experiment. You had to eat a bunch of different plants to see what the effects were and shit. Um, I mean, dude, they live. They were living on the fucking edge back then. Every day was a fucking. Uh, an adventure in, in life or death when you go out and eat or try something new. How the fuck are we still around as humans with all the ancestral shit that they had to put up with? I don't know. It's going to last too much longer. <laughs> I don't think so. This humanity is, is, is pretty whack right now. People in general are just pieces of shit. Um, there's too many out there. I think there's a... You know what? I shouldn't say that. I think there's a lot of really good people. I don't ever... Like I said, I'm trying to be glass half full. I'm not going to give any bad news the uh, the time of day. Not on this podcast. Not no no fucking way. But in general, man, we have it so fucking good, and people just create their own fucking issues and their own. It, it's bad. I mean, you 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 could really do anything in this country, in this world, almost. Uh, probably not in really shitty countries, but you know, I, I just feel like people. Sometimes take easy way outs and sad shit happens. And I really think people just don't realize you can do a lot of cool shit out there if you just go fucking do it. I don't know. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm scared. For the, I'm scared for the future. <clears throat> so definitely. I mean, uh, <clears throat> it's a lot of crazy shit going on. I mean, um, the world is headed in a fucked up place, man. I'm going to tell you. I mean, uh, we ain't goddamn Alex Jones out here. We ain't Andrew Tate out here. All right? That's not what we do. We fucking have fun and we talk shit. But at the same time, I'm not going to ignore anything that's fucking out there. All right? I don't give a fuck. And man, I agree. This is, this is my fucking show. And like, uh, goddamn it, we were real. Okay? A lot of shit that Andrew Tate says. I'm going to tell you something, man. I agree with it. Um, there is some shit that, uh, I'm not saying that, like, I feel like he's trying to be like, uh, 
mm, Colin Cowherd in some respects to just get attention to himself. And there are some aspects uh, within his shit that, uh, you know what I mean? I think like, yeah, this is the whole thing. He's trying to draw to get fucking people in that like, he don't necessarily believe in like this certain aspect of like his goddamn shit. But like a lot of what he says, um, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. It's, it's not off putting to your average male. Okay. And I'm not saying that everything that he says is fucking, you know, the real shit or whatever, but a lot of this shit, man, we got to get back to it, man. I, I don't give a fuck about it. I don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks. Listen, man, like, uh, he's right about some of that shit. I'm not saying he's a goddamn end all be all. I'm saying that like, there's certain shit, man. Like what the fuck is going on in the world, man? You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I, yeah, well, the problem nowadays is people, and, and, and I've heard a lot of guys, uh, left and right, whatever persuasion, I don't have a fucking persuasion. I think that's one of the problems, but I won't digress too much. The thing is, if you say, if someone's already established, I don't like Andrew Tate or Joe Rogan or uh, give me somebody that's opposite them, whoever, they've automatically hate all their things that they say just because you don't like the person or, or some of the shit they say doesn't mean everything they say is wrong i've, I've heard some shit that he said and, and also as a guy that likes uh, the sport of kickboxing and mma and, and shit like that dude he's a very established athlete uh, but he says some things that i agree with and there's other things that i've heard him say that i don't particularly agree with doesn't mean i'm gonna write him off because he said some other shit if you have any friends or family i would guarantee you don't agree with 100 percent of the shit they do or say or how they feel uh, doesn't mean they don't have good ideas here and there or they don't have uh, you know good points and i think that's one of the things that we've lost in this uh day and age is the ability to have a fucking dialogue with people without instantly writing them off because you expect everybody to agree with everything you do and if they fucking don't they're a fucking fascist or a nazi or a communist or whatever the fuck you want to call them and uh you know, it, it's sad. I mean, everybody thinks they're right. We have such access to information and so much of it, if not most of it, is misinformation. And that's both sides, both people, uh, all sides. So it's uh, it's sad, man. I, I think we're doing our part here on the, on the podcast to, to bring a little happiness to everybody. And uh, yeah, I say fuck it. This is, a, this is the show. This is the Grant Mills uh, hour. I'm here. We say what the fuck we want to talk about. That's right, but we love everybody, man. There's no, you know, racist shit in it. And like, you know, if you are a fucking fucker that's got a good head on your shoulders, look, anybody can be stupid. All right. I don't give a fuck what the goddamn color you are. You can be stupid or you can be smart. It, that, that doesn't matter. We don't fucking condemn anybody here or we're not with no racist shit. That's not how it is here, man. No. We, uh, you know, we do what we do, man. And, and that, that is what it is. And, uh, you know, uh, we usually don't get into some serious shit, but you know, I was, I was looking at that shit this weekend. I was looking at all his shit, and there's some definite shit that I think um, he is. He's so fucking like he blew up. Yeah, and oh, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not sure there is another fucking layer. There's so many layers into it um, of like getting him there, and is that some shit? Because like he's got his own goddamn shit and like you have to look at it from three sides the goddamn one two and three the goddamn his side whoever side it is that's um you know adverse to him and then the middle side which is really what the truth is yeah i mean and you know 
I think, uh, I don't know, man. I really, uh, it's the kind of thing that you kind of got to goddamn as a man, because it's a, it's a lot of goddamn guys out there. There's not, there's a reason he's fucking blown up like he has. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so like, you got to go in there and motherfucking find your own truth as a man. We're not talking about women. Cause this is really not to, what that's geared for. This is all about him. There's a reason he's so fucking doing what he's doing and everything is fucking on him. It's because the goddamn crazy shit going on right now and what he's talking about goes into that. Like it's fucking right. And like, not everything he says I agree with or you agree with, but right. There's some shit I do agree with. So yeah, I mean, he makes a lot of good points. One thing, uh, you know, that I think, and I think he's touched on it, and, and, and I don't know to what extent, but I mean, really, we, especially in America and as a man, and that's what I can comment on because that's where I live and that's what I am, uh, you know, we, we have a, a really bad decline of just personal health um, that people have gone on. I mean, there's not a lot of movement. There's a lot, too much screen time and sedentary lifestyles and that's really damaging to your mental health your physical health and uh you know it's it's almost pure negative that type of lifestyle but it it it, it continually increases and uh, i've heard other guys say it too uh dana white in particular talking about any guy out there right now that wants to be a bad motherfucker that's coming up in this you know younger generation dude you guys don't really have a lot of competition uh, and it's not knocking, you know, a generation. I'm not that old guy that's saying that, but I mean, it's just the truth on what people see and what people in prominent positions are seeing too. I mean, if you want to go give it your all, I think this is probably one of the best generations to do it and succeed because so many guys don't want to, they don't want to grind anymore. Uh, they don't want to be uncomfortable. You, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable to be successful in my opinion. And, uh, I think a lot of the guys, Jocko Willink, uh, uh, Andrew Tate, uh, Rogan, Goggins, all those guys that are big figureheads, perfect examples of that. And uh, I think they probably harp on that a lot because they don't see it, and I personally don't see it. Um, and, and I think that kind of bleeds out into other aspects of life that we're, we're talking about where you see negative news and things like that, guys that are – down and mentally ill or whatever i think a lot of that shit self-created i really do <clears throat> oh yeah definitely uh so you know not gonna get too serious you know uh, that's just something i was seeing in the news and uh, i know he got released uh what was that like a day ago or something yeah something like that <laughs> so i was really because like i was seeing a lot of hate about him and i was like man i just gotta you know really see about this shit and see and there's a lot of shit i mean there's some shit in there that i think uh he says to get attention that i don't know that he necessarily really believes in but like he knows is gonna get fucking hits and like i think like in his shit he had students that were putting out those clips because he's always talking about these fucked up clips that don't fucking show everything that he said but you know, I heard, I don't know that it's true, that his, like, whole student shit and everybody that was putting that out there was with his shit to fucking flood the goddamn internet with all these clips, therefore making him 
infamous, right? And so, sure. like, you got a goddamn, it's so fucked up. The world's so fucked up now. You got to look uh, at the world in these fucked up ass layers. Nothing is black and white anymore. You have a fucked up total ass gray area uh, of which you have to go in there and really goddamn think as a fucking intelligent person, as a person that has marketing skills, uh, as a person that understands both sides of goddamn just everything in the business world as well. You can't go in as a layman. You're not going to understand. You're going to take one fucking, you know, um, stance on it, and you're going to be about that stance when you don't even know what the fuck it really is about. And that's the goddamn problem with the world yeah. Um, as a whole anyway. So yeah. I'm going to get off that shit. <laughs> that's, uh, that kind of gets pretty deep, and I didn't want to go there. But, you know, it, uh, it is what it is, man. Ah. Shit. Sometimes it's good to get it off your chest and, and talk about it. But, uh, yeah, I agree. And I think the, the point, the overall point that you and I and uh, a lot of people are, are, don't need to hear and we can move on is just keep your mind open. I mean, not everybody and every figurehead is right, but they're not all wrong either. I mean, I think you can uh, be objective and get that information for yourself and, and, and take it as it is. And, you know, sometimes people don't like uncomfortable truths. And they want to, you know, ride on emotion. And that's, no matter how emotional you get, you can never be emotional enough to uh, make the truth false. It's either true or it's not. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Let's migrate to something else. Uh, Grant Mills, I'm sure you have a lot of interesting topics uh, in the bank for us. What, what, what can we move on to to get a happier go lucky mood for these lovely people listening to us? Yeah, baby, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, I'm fucking depressed, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, what we got in the fucking news, goddamn. Listen, um, let's see what we got in the news. Well, Florida dog named the world's <laughs> shortest <laughs> at the height of 3.59 inches. Goddamn. I'm always about some fucking world records. Uh, ben Hooper wrote this article. Ben Hooper. That motherfucker. Uh, a Florida woman's pet chihuahua was officially named the world's shortest dog living by Guinness World Records at a height of only 3.59 inches. Pearl, a dog belonging to Orlando resident Vanessa Simler, was officially measured by veterinarian Giovanni Vergale and per... Oh, shit. Confirmed to be the shortest dog living. Pearl's Damn. mother sister, Miracle Millie, previously held the same record at a height of 3.8 inches. Millie died in 2020 before Pearl was born. Quote, we're blessed to have her. Similar told Guinness World Records, and it's had this unique opportunity to break our own record and share with the world this amazing news. The shortest dog ever. A dwarf Yorkshire Terrier owned by British man Arthur Marples was measured at 2.8, 2.8, and it is tall before his death in 1945. Oh, damn. Man, you know how we like uh, 
Boy, Rick, that's a, that's a short-ass dog. Yeah, Pearl. 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 Pearl, don't you have a dog? What kind of dog you got? I got a pit bull. He is not oh. 2.8 inches. He's huge. Yeah, he's pretty big, but God, 2.8. Do you think, are they breeding these dogs to be that fucking short? I don't know. I think the chihuahuas are naturally small dogs, but... Yeah, fuck. Yeah. But there could be some shit going on with these fools because humans are inherently evil. Arkansas's man <laughs> catches a 102-pound paddlefish from his kayak. Robert Murphy. This is also by Ben here. Uh, Hooper. Robert Murphy was fishing from his kayak in Arkansas Upper White River when he reeled in a massive 102-pound paddlefish. Man, that bitch is huge. Wildlife officials in Arkansas said a man fishing for walleye, for walleye, walleye, from walleye, okay, from his kayak managed to land a massive 102 pound paddlefish. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission Fisheries Division said Robert Murphy of Fayetteville was fishing from his kayak on the Upper White River near Goshen when he hooked a giant. Paddlefish. After a battle that lasted over an hour, Robert was finally able to land the prehistoric river monster, the commission said in a Facebook post. The fucking post said the fish was short of the 118-pound 9-inch stain record for the paddlefish set by angler sent by an angler in Beaver Lake in 2020. Fools, we congratulate Robert on his remarkable catch the post said yeah uh, he ain't breaking no records but hey man that's a big ass fish right there they are cool knowing a little bit about paddlefish uh i know in a lot of states they are a uh, threatened or vulnerable creature um i've actually seen one in uh swimming uh up north of us uh, on a fishing trip yeah, i think here if you catch one you have to release it immediately so you don't hurt the fucker they're really really a prehistoric looking motherfucker uh, god i shouldn't say that about a goddamn fish just trying to enjoy his life a prehistoric looking motherfucker uh, it's a paddle i fish. mean maybe that's what he looks like who the hell knows yeah yeah you know what that's what i mean they got this huge snout I mean, that looks like a paddle, uh, thus paddlefish, but also a little known fact that I actually know they, uh, I think they're, uh, you can catch them. I think the original reason they were over harvested was because they have a uh, caviar. Uh, the fish eggs are really delicious. So I think a lot of, uh, pioneers used to get that shit and sell them and stuff like that. Can you eat caviar with your fucked up fish disease? Can I? You know what? Um, I am too poor to know. I don't think I've ever tried caviar. Have you had caviar? You like fancy shit. I have had caviar. It's not that bad. Okay. I wouldn't say it's something that I'm like rushing to goddamn have. Is but it, uh, is is it like a status snack, status food that you know you're you're eating because you want to tell people you're eating caviar? That's not how I look at it. I look at it as like a really good butter. Okay, fair enough. You know. Yeah, a really rich butter that might be made with fish. It looks delicious. Uh, I, I don't know. Not. I mean, fish, yeah, I should probably be able to eat that. I'll, I'll try it. Oh, shit, Jay Wiggy. <laughs> <laughs> He's having spasms. This sucks. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll try it. Um, we'll go uh, catch a paddlefish and get their caviar, and then we'll get arrested because they're vulnerable. 
I'm pretty sure there's a few places that have caviar in Florida, so it shouldn't be that much of a fucking problem. But we're we're gonna get that in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many uh, different kind of caviars it is. To be honest, we got based a lot of them, motherfuckers. But you know, uh, I'm trying to remember the kind of caviar I had. It might have been like a swordfish. I okay. think that was like a, like a big deal. Yeah. Uh, we'll be on the creek for some in the next uh, couple of weeks. That's right, big baby. Rare Bontebach, uh antelope born at Oregon Zoo by Ben Hooper. Oregon Zoo announced the birth of a rare African Bontebach calf, an arrival that was welcomed as a sign of the antelope species. Dramatic recovery from the brink of extinction. Um, I don't know, guys. This seems kind of some boring shit. An antelope that was, uh, you know, headed for extinction is now, I don't know, not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The global Bontebok population is estimated to be about 2,500 to 3,000 a day. A vast improvement from the 17 living, which the first preserve for the species uh, was established in 1837. So it looks like they're doing good shit out there. That's a slow news day, folks. I mean, what the fuck you want from me? ESP Yeezy. We got sports news. Do we got some other shit? Look, I'm going to tell you all some shit, man. I mean, the news these days is just not some easy shit. So when I go looking for some shit, I'm telling you, man, I'm looking for some shit. I seen a uh, dynamic story the other day. TLC. You remember TLC? I remember. Waterfalls. I don't even think that's how it goes. Rivers and the lakes <laughs> like your use, y'all. So they they said they made a one percent of one hundred and seventy five million in sales. Shit. Well, what the fuck? What's the number? I don't even know what that is, but I will tell you this: waterfalls was goddamn everywhere in nineteen ninety something. <laughs> what was that? Nineteen ninety six. A man, I could never get away from that song. I feel like goddamn, they need to get paid up. 175 million, uh, 1%, 1.75 million. So if it was 175 million, 1.7, man, that's a huge, uh, that's a huge cut. Uh, 1.75 though, man, I feel like if they did the track, I don't even know. I mean, I should, I should rephrase that. I don't know if that's for that fucking track itself or for the career. Yeah. I'm not sure. I should have, when I said that's a big cut, that's a big way big cut from the top not a huge cut for them that seems like they would have made a shitload because if you yeah i'm with you if you remember the mid 90s uh and and, you know that's one of our favorite things nostalgia for the the 90s and especially the mid 90s um that song was literally fucking everywhere i mean you turn on the radio back then you would hear that song if it wasn't already playing it would be the next one or two songs coming up guaranteed while it was hot and it was hot. Everybody loved that shit. And the video. It was definitely hot. I got tired of that shit, to be honest with you. Fucking, um, I did too, but man, the, the, everybody loved it. Somebody got paid off that shit. God damn. All right. So the news, you know, you know, look, man, there's not a lot in the news. So let's just go ahead and get into uh, Grand Scripes. Shit. Well, he's got a grab. Sometimes he talks shit. 
is pretty thin. But yeah, sometimes it's not. So we'll just fucking hang out and see what he's got to say, y'all. Don't be dumb. <laughs> yeah grand scribes baby uh what 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 am i talking about i'm gonna tell you what i'm talking about and i don't think i've i don't know if i've talked about this before but you goddamn bicyclists on the road Boo! fucking hate y'all on the main road man i gotta stop this shit you think you rule the fucking roads i've seen a couple of y'all not even a couple of, i've seen a few of y'all get killed what the fuck's wrong, y'all? You think you're gonna beat a car, motherfucker? No! It's a main road with double lines and lines that are not doubled but spaced out by spaces. <laughs> and yellow lines, you stupid fuck! So go to the fucking track! That's a track, bitch! Stupid goddamn fucking. Oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my fucking mind because I deal with this shit when I'm leaving my house there's a couple stupid motherfuckers in front of me that are going five miles an hour when it ain't five miles an hour and you know what the fucked up part of it is what they can't drive on the they can't ride on the sidewalks because it's against the fucking law yeah i never understood that leave it to alabama to have some stupid ass shit fuck you and fuck you stupid fucking i swear to fucking god man you wonder why the fuck your brains get fucked up and you get goddamn fucked up when motherfuckers uh, smash into you? It's a car, you stupid bitch. You think a fucking bike helmet's gonna do anything for that? You think you got rights, you dumb motherfucker? It's called physics, you stupid motherfuckers. I'm tired of you stupid fucking goddamn dumbasses. Oh, I got a bike, and there's a sign that says bike people have the right-of-way. Fuck you, bitch. A 2,000-pound car has a right-of-way, you stupid fuck. So when you get fucking killed, fuck you. You're an idiot. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> stupid. I'm tired of this shit. It's the goddamn idiocy, man. And, uh... Don't fucking you fuck your family too, man. I mean, they should they should be like, listen, stupid fucking Jeff Rowe, whatever the fuck your name is, is going out into the fucking road where actual cars are. Cars, not other bicycles. You, you stupid fuck. Do you understand physics? I don't think so because you out here dying for no fucking reason. Fuck you. All right, um. <laughs> I'm done with that part. Stop riding fucking bikes on the main road, you dumb bitches. Goddamn. <laughs> the other goddamn side of this is uh, hookers being legal. They should be legal. Oh, yeah. 
And you ask me why, why should they be legal? You want to, they want to fuck up our society? No, God damn it. I want to balance the budget and like keep fucking single fucking guys from going crazy (laughs) and shooting up motherfuckers. Maybe with goddamn hookers that would be regulated and, uh, oh, oh, let's legalize prostitution because you know what might happen? We could balance out the budget clean up the goddamn uh prostitution illegal shit and goddamn you know actually subsidize or whatever the fuck we got to do to make it a goddamn right thing because it's going to happen anyway without us doing it oh no we're not going to do that we're going to make it hella fucking illegal and then fucking fuck up everything ah welcome to america it's the same thing with the drug shit yeah never understood that if you're i mean the basic principle of a law or uh any type of something that's prohibited if two people are consenting and liberty is, you know, do what you want without harming anybody else, consenting adults, why would you legalize that shit, man? I don't, I've never understood that. I know there's a, I don't know. I, I never understood that. You're not hurting anybody. Two people can make that decision. All the backdoor way they have to do to get around that shit. But I'm with you, man. I think there's a lot of people, and, and weird as it said, you know, sex is something that, humans crave and if a lot of people for whatever reason may be more convenient for them to purchase it and and move on and it's uh yeah good for the economy too well i think it's uh for one thing it's a goddamn threat to certain people because really um i don't i can't even really get into that right now <laughs> Oh, it's shit. goddamn like really really multi-layered and i don't i don't feel like goddamn yeah, it's really I, going down I, into a hole but like as far as like it being fucking simple legalize it who the fuck yeah. cares like it's going on right now black market if you legalize uh prostitution you would eliminate the black market you would regulate it you would get tax money off of it you would whatever you have to do to make it like fucking right as you can make it people are going to do it anyway it's the same thing with drugs legalize all drugs regulate the goddamn shit subsidize the very hard shit like heroin i don't know cocaine maybe that could be subjective but you have to fucking um uh, do that the junkies ain't gonna get off of it until they want to get off of it right and so you fucking put up some motherfucking i don't know centers and shit to where they can go in and do that shit clean that shit clean because they ain't gonna do it clean because they're fucking dope addicts they're gonna get dirty needles put the goddamn shit into a goddamn uh you know certain centers that you know that you can go and get narcan that you can go and get clean needles because this ain't a motherfucking thing about prevention it's a thing about um regulation because humans are going to do what the fuck they want to do it doesn't matter they'll find a fucking way to get fucked up they'll find a fucking way to get high because that's the american way yeah we get high what no it don't matter what it is food drugs power sex it's it's the same shit, just a different path. And so, like, you know, and it's when you look at it like that, you look at it like, okay, that's logical. But then, well, like, when you really look at it, there's evil in not curing the shit. There's no money in the cure, there's money in the treatment. And that's where America's fucked up right now. Extremely. Because there's money in the treatment, and there's no fucking, they can cure it if they want to fucking cure it. They don't want to cure it. They don't want to fucking treat it and leave it going on as a fucking plague to the fucking earth. They don't want to cure it. They can cure it if they want to. It's there. It's already here. We can cure it. They don't want to cure it. 
They want to treat it for fucking years, decades, and get money off of it. That's how wicked the fucking human psyche soul is. I don't even know if you fucking call it a soul. That's subjective to me. But I'm just saying, man, it's some bullshit. And uh, I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, I'm not even thing. trying to go fucking down a dark path, man. You know, it's, <laughs> it just it's, fucking it's, went that way, man. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, man. There's there's nothing wrong with uh, discussing the tough issues. I mean, it's the same with healthcare, and uh, you're, you're you're right because somebody said it. I mean, there's no there's no money to be made by keeping the population healthy. I actually made that joke to my dentist one time, and um, uh, he's a cool guy, really cool guy. And I told him he, he came in and I had a filling that I had to get some shit it cost money. And he told me, uh, he said, I, oh, you know what? He's like, I don't want you to have another one next time. I said, if, if nobody came in here with fillings for you, that'd be bad for your business. And he kind of thought about it and he laughed. He said, well, I guess you're right, but it's true. I mean, people need to be sick. People need treatment because it keeps a lot of people, uh, in business. It makes a lot of money for a lot of other people. Now, that's a very benign uh, example for the dentist. Brush your fucking teeth. Uh, but at the same time, you know, with drugs and obesity and things like that, you don't want to treat that. It's a multi-billion, billion, probably trillion dollar industry overall uh, globally. And so people want you to be sick. Don't fall for it. Exactly. So... <laughs> being an adult sucks because you don't know who you can fucking trust yeah you know like when you were a kid you were supposed to trust these motherfucking people like the doctors dentists all these motherfuckers but like when you get older you're you realize these motherfuckers ain't shit but salesmen to a degree maybe there's some motherfuckers that have uh i don't know uh morals and shit but a lot of the goddamn the insurance companies are paying them man so like it's all a fucking scam and man, I'll be goddamned, man. You know, like it's so yeah. fucked up. You don't know who to trust, goddamn it. But <laughs> on that note, let's go ahead and get into some fucking video game reviews, man. A little something else. All right. Man, <clears throat> so taking it back, I will go with the TMNT original. I think we already did, like maybe like Turtles in Time or something. But I'm gonna go ahead and fucking get down on the original arcade game. Um, the first one released in Japan as TMNT Super Kamen Ninja, and in Europe as Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, which I've never heard before. No. Um, I believe that was in 1989, fools. Beat em up arcade game. Released by Konami. Konami, man, Konami, right? It is based on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle franchise. I got the burps. Including the first animated series that actually began airing two years earlier. In the game, you've got four players on this bitch to control the titular Ninja Turtles. Fight through various levels to defeat the turtles' enemies, including Shredder, Krang, that fool with the crazy shit, and the Foot Clan. Released during a high point in popularity for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise, the arcade game was a worldwide hit, becoming the highest grossing dedicated arcade game of 19, 
0.90, bitch. And the US and Konami's highest grossing arcade game, period. Versions for various home systems soon followed, including the Nintendo Entertainment System. A sequel. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. I know I played that shit. Was released in 1991. Man. His first one, man. Uh, this is one that I don't remember being in the arcade, but uh, Turtles in Time, I do. Now, this one, mm, um, sketchy. But the player chooses from one of the four Ninja Turtles, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, and Raphael. <laughs> Depending on the version of the game, the characters are either chosen via an in-game select screen or based on which coin slot the players, the player placed their credit info. After Shredder kidnaps the Turtles, friend april april o'neill man i always you want to fuck her animated ass and their mentor splinter i didn't want to fuck him though they oh. must give chase <laughs> save their comrades and defeat evil shredder up to four players two in some versions can take control of any of the turtles donatello has slower attacks but a longer range michelangelo and Raphael have faster attacks but a shorter range and leonardo is a well-rounded turtle with average range and speed. You remember the first one in the arcade, Doc? I remember it. Um, man, I, I, I don't... I remember the arcade. I remember seeing it. I don't remember playing the first one until it came on home console. Um, but I remember how popular it was. And that's another 90s thing. Late 80s, too. How popular Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They fucking blew up. Hell yeah, they did. I wonder how much money the motherfuckers made from just everything. They were everywhere. I mean, it was... A, was it not a comic book at first? Was that the original uh, genesis of the Turtles? Were, were they a comic book, or am I, am I wrong? <clears throat> you know, I think you might be right, but I am not sure. Yeah. Uh, I know the motherfuckers made a shit ton of money. Who was your Who was your favorite turtle back then? Every Every boy that grew up then had a favorite. Michelangelo. What about you? Yeah, he was he was uh, he was up there, but I actually liked Donatello. He he made all the crazy machines and shit. I thought that shit was tight. Yeah, so uh, Michelangelo had the nunchucks dog. That's what I liked. Yeah, that shit was yeah. cool. So the arcade game was a blockbuster hit, especially in North America, becoming Konami's highest grossing arcade game. Konami was unable to keep up with the high demand, so they outsourced the additional U.S. manufacturing to Dynamo Corp. The release of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film in 1990 gave the arcade a further boost in money, money. The uh, By April 1990, Konami had sold over two, no, sorry, 20,000 arcade cabinets internationally outside of Japan, including 14,000 cabinets sold in the United States, where it became the biggest arcade hit since Double Dragon. In 1987, by early May of 1990, the game has sold 25,000 arcade cabinets in America and Europe, with more units still in production to meet continued demand at the time. Yo, I'm trying to look. I know I played the first one on the motherfucking Nintendo, right? For sure, and um, I don't think I ever played it in the arcade. Um. They got emulated releases. 
as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Battle Nexus for the PS2, Xbox, and GameCube, but it's got altered music, and most of the voice clips are edited out. The game is unlocked by finding an antique in Stadium 9-1, and the antique turns out to be an original arcade machine. Xbox Live Arcade version of the game is also released in 07, published by Ubisoft and Digital Eclipse. This motherfucker was priced at 400 Microsoft points and on a 360 as well. I never played that shit. It was re-released in 2019 in a cabinet by Arcade 1UP. Three issue is nearly identical to the original, but there are a few changes. The opening theme is a new recording by a different singer. Players do not need to insert quarters, and Konami's name on the arcade marquee is replaced by Nickelodeon. The arcade and NES versions of the game were re-released as part of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection in 2022. Bitch! I'm going to get this uh, 3 out of 5. It was fun, but it ain't too fun. What'd you think? Yeah, I, I think all the uh, TMNT games were very challenging. I, I remember having a... Fuck, I can't remember which one I had. I've uh, written a lot of them, but I remember all of them. And I know there's one that kind of makes the internet round as being unfucking beatable. I can't remember which one. That may be T2. But uh, yeah, they were hard. They were fun. Good way to waste a quarter when you're fucking 10 years old. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's one of those. It's uh, it's fun. Good, good game. Good time. Uh, if you see it, you're going to play it. But it's, it, it's not uh, seared into my memory. Hell yeah, motherfucker, Woo! Everybody has a podcast, podcast, goddammit. Look, I know tonight was kind of slow. Look, we still got XFL shit. Did you watch any XFL over the weekend? I did not, and I think I missed my times on it because I turned it on to watch it, and I think I was off because... uh, it wasn't on the fucking television. Um, I wanted to, but I do have good news, Grant Mills. You and I both went 4-0 on our pickums for XFL. Pretty fucking impressive. Well, baby. All right. We can get into the new picks, too. And I don't want to keep you, man. If you got to get up out of here, Jay Wiggs, anytime, you just got to let me know, man. Cause, uh, I'm rolling with the picks. I got you. Just, just you know, roll with me anytime you got to hop off, man. I, I don't have to leave tomorrow. I'm I'm, be, I'm remote working tomorrow, so I'm, I'm... Oh! Oh, baby. All right, cool. So, Saturday, April 15th, we got a double header. We got Vegas at Houston and Orlando at San Antonio. What you think about Vegas at Houston? Whew, Vegas and Houston, uh... <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm going to go Houston. All right, I'm going to go Houston as well. I'm going Vegas, you dumbasses. Y'all forgot about your fucking true player back here, Lee. He was I quiet. Didn't, what the fuck you doing? You didn't say shit, man. He didn't uh, say uh, shit, but he was one in three last week, so I don't blame you for not saying shit. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, good. Um, uh, Orlando at San Antonio. I go San Antonio. I'm going to go, man. They both suck. <laughs> they both suck. Damn. I'm going to go Orlando on this one. I'm going to go Orlando with Ray <laughs> Then we got Sunday. It's got a doubleheader as well. Uh, I feel like I just watched Defenders in Seattle, and I forgot who won. Anyway, Arlington at D.C. What's up? 
DC. Blah, 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 blah. Ah, DC's played pretty good. I'm gonna go DC. I'm gonna go DC as well. I'm going to And the next game is Seattle as St. Louis. I'm gonna go St. Louis. What do you think? I agree with you, my boy uh, AJ. Yeah, I'm gonna rock with St. Louis. Ben DiNucci is my fucking uncle, y'all. Yeah. All right, so you're going with Seattle. <laughs> All right. Uh, man, hey, do you know who Brett Barry Bremen is? I don't. I don't even want to pretend I do. Man, so, man, I was watching this shit that came on E6, E, uh, fuck, what's the name of that shit? E60, E360. Like, you know, they had those, those fucking, um, uh, shows that, like, kind of go in depth. With like different stories and shit, right? Right. During uh during any kind of like sports event, man. So Barry Bremen, if you uh man, that shit was a crazy story. I was just happened to like you know have the TV on, and I'm just looking at this shit. Barry Bremen, he was basically an an insurance novelty goods salesman and marketing executive, known in the sports world as the Great Imposter. He did this from about 79 to 86. He was a pretty big, well, I'm going to say a tall guy, 6'4". He was kind of a lean dude. But basically what this guy's thing is, he would go in and impersonate like a, like a fucking umpire or a player like in a fucking game, right? So, for example, February 4th, 1979, he put on a Kansas City Kings uniform and got onto the floor during an actual pregame warm-up for the NBA All-Star Game at the Pontiac Silverdome. Now, motherfuckers find out about his ass. <laughs> uh, one of the guys, one of the uh, one of the players, Otis Birdsong, who actually played for KC, said, you're on my team, and I don't know who the fuck you are. And I think he got, <laughs> I think he actually got uh, kicked out. And he's he did this shit for, you know, a few more, there was a basketball. He did baseball. He was football. He actually posed as a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader <laughs> Damn. at a Cowboys Redskins game held at Texas Stadium in Irving, Texas on uh, December 16th, 1979. Here is the fucking crazy shit, though, that you're not expecting. So this dude actually was a sperm donor, right? Oh, he is known to be the biological donor, father of at least 40 children. <laughs> so this is some crazy shit. They had all his kids on this documentary that they didn't know about each other until uh, one of them did a 23andMe, you know, one of those thingamadoobs. Holy shit. Yeah, and... Uh, I think another one of his relatives did that too and was like, why the fuck am I finding this link? Anyway, that whole fucking shit like went out to that and it was a mistake to where I guess your sample, his sample was not supposed to go out past like 20 people in an 800,000 uh, population at that center that was responsible for 800,000. Anyway, it was supposed to be like 20, but what the fuck ever, that shit got sent out and so, like, all these people are meeting up with each other now, and it's, right now, it's up to 40 fucking kids. It could be more. God damn. That is fucking crazy. So, I want to ask this question. Don't get offended, Jay Wiggy. No. What if you found out your wife 
was your half sister. You already have a kid by now. I'm wondering what the fuck you would do. Do you get divorced? Do you just go on with how it is? What do you do at this point? Yeah, I'd have to. That, I, I, that no, is fucking crazy shit. I would have to get divorced because I think if you, you know, it, it's it's different if it's like, well, you know, she's your second or third cousin uh, once or, once removed or some weird shit like that. At that point, it's like, ugh, God, do I suck it up or what? Half-sister, fuck no. I'd probably go to the bathroom and be puking. Uh <laughs> That shit would be whack. Um, oh. man, it's crazy, though, and I thought about this. This ties into this. You see it all the time on Reddit. Um, if you look into it, people finding out through 23andMe or Ancestry with the DNA, you know, they're able to track down their fathers. And these guys back in the day that did sperm donation or that had these kids and left town or even cold cases and some, uh, some, some of these uh, where they murdered somebody and they're, they're digging them up now. Nobody in their fucking world 30, 40, 50, hell, even 20 years ago would have known that this technology would exist to blow all these covers. It's in fucking sane, but it creates a lot of entertainment, but a lot of uh, bizarre stories and sad stories and some happy endings here and there. <clears throat> Definitely a fucking crazy, crazy ass documentary to fucking look at. I was. And that's just one of those things, man. You kind of like, you have the TV on and you get roped into it, man. Um, God damn. That, that is some crazy shit. That's all I'm saying, man. Well, goddamn, motherfuckers. What's going on this week, weekend? What's going on this weekend? Uh, hey, you, know you got to watch anywhere this week? Yeah, where do I got to go? I think I got to go to Mississippi on Thursday. Uh, just a little day drive, nothing exciting. So uh, I'm trying to keep it low-key this week. I've been busting my ass on the road, so I'm going to do a little remote work and try to uh, give myself some sleep back. I had the worst sleep schedule last week. I've been so damn busy. But, man, I'm trying to trying to rest up, trying to uh, take care of myself. What say you? Uh, you, got a, you got a busy week? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> oh God. Um. Well, yeah, you were off today, so you don't. You haven't even started yet. Hey, uh, did you did you catch any regional burgers? No, you know what? I actually did make a burger this week. Um. Yeah, Saturday uh, did burgers at the at the crib. Uh, you did too- burgers at the crib. How'd you do it? Man, you know what? I, I got some uh, seasoned steakhouse uh, pre-made you burgers. You grilled them on a the grill. Cast iron. Ooh. Busted up the old cast iron. Uh, nothing fancy, but I did get some nice uh, uh, brioche buns. Nice uh, uh, mash burger? Nah, not, like, we just did basic cheeseburgers. But uh, I do love a good brioche fresh from a bakery bun. Real soft bread, and I like to put it in the oven a little bit, heat it up. God, that shit was, it was bomb. It was pretty good for a basic, simple uh, dinner for the fam. Pretty bowling. Listen, I've already... Uh... I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I've mastered the deep fried burger. You get you a good fucking meat mix. You get you the motherfucking cheese. That's right. It's a deli cheese. Oh, yeah. The grease, the beef tallow that you fucking fry it in. The biggest thing is the meat, man. You got to have your meat right. If it's not the right meat, I mean, it seems obvious to some people, but it's, you know. It's true. A lot of people are stupid. Get that meat blend. 
dude, the Dyer's Burger's the shit. The next one said I've been looking at, or is actually a chicken burger, uh, chicken bacon ranch burger, or the chicken fried steak burger. God, that sounds good. Oh, oh, another one, the uh, the Oklahoma onion burger. So I will keep you motherfuckers abreast of that shit. And I know I'm going to have to go in here and do some <laughs> fucking editing tonight on this show before I post it up. But, uh... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what? Look, man, y'all know how it is. We talk shit. We just talk shit. We love everybody. I don't give a no, fuck. Good deep we dive. Do, yeah. We do a deep dive on bitches. On dumbasses. On motherfuckers. On whatever the fuck it is. I don't give a shit. This, this show today was kind of tame. I didn't have a lot of shit, but also been doing a lot of shit. Everybody's been doing a lot of shit. So, you know, fuck all you motherfuckers. Wiss, what's up? I would give y'all some motherfucking advice or, you know, some shit like that. But I'm just gonna tell y'all, I'm gonna take the long way home, y'all. <laughs> the long way home. Man, I ain't took the long way home in a minute. That must mean you think about a bitch. I guess he's already gone. <laughs> he's out. Words of wisdom, Wiggy. You know, it only takes me one drink to get drunk. I just can't remember if it's the 11th or the 12th. <laughs> Nothing. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing too exciting, guys. Tune back in next week. See what we got next Monday night, nine thirty. Grant Mills, take us home. Yeah, yo, check out the old episodes. Episode number one is way different than episode ninety-one. Episode one, goddamn, listen to that shit and just see how different it is than the most latest shit. Maybe, maybe don't go to ninety-one because I mean this was <laughs> oh right. god, but uh. You know, you know, sometimes we are at our best and sometimes we're just not at our best. I do apologize for that. But I'm going to be here every motherfucking Monday night, 9.30, in the dirty. Tune in. Everybody has a podcast, podcast, and God damn it, we'll give it all we got. Love all you guys. And um, I'm wanting you to uh, smoke it up and, uh, you know, fuck bitches. We love you. Next Monday, 9.30. Tune in. Oh, <laughs> my